So we made good on our promise. This is three in a row, Richie. Three podcasts in in two weeks that we've recorded. It's pretty outstanding. One, two. This is our third one. Uh, so third one in three weeks. What do you want a prize for that? Nah, I just want to say we made a promise. We stuck to it, and I hope the listeners are appreciative. But what people wanted for a while, they wanted some guests back. We used to always have a guest. Yeah. First guy was Stickman, Stigma, Bobby Hamble. Danny Schuler. Now we got our. Good It'd be kind of really cool if someone would show up today, you know? Like, it'd be kind of cool. I don't know. Just like, I hope someone's in the neighborhood and. What the? Hey, hey, hey. Oh, oh shit. Biggie! <laughs> For those so, that don't know, Big Show, AKA Big Show Larson, is our original bass player. Key figure. On the Die Young, Class War, and any other albums you do? Everything You Know. And Everything, Everything You know. know albums. A molder for our singer, Mad Joe, to give him a, a more positive influence because earlier in Mad Joe's career, he was very negative and nasty. Big Show came into his life. He taught me him. how to laugh. He taught me how yes. to laugh. Ah, that's so sweet. He's a key figure in this area where we live, which we won't tell you because we don't want people showing up trying to kill us because many men. Many, 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 many men wish yeah, death upon wish me. Wish death upon me. <laughs> but everybody around here knows Big Show. Real name Greg, and he's going to be with us tonight. We haven't seen him in how long? Uh, it's been, it's a been a while, time. man. It's been a while. And I'm ashamed <laughs> to say it, too. I think it's been like over a year. Shame on you, Biggie. Shame on you. But it's good to have you back, and it feels like you feels like you were here the whole time. Now that I'm in the room with you, it feels like you were here the whole time. Never left. That's true friendship right there. That's beautiful. That's what that means. So since Big Show left our band on bad terms. Oh! Basically, what? Oh! We had a big record contract coming, and everything was based upon our bass player. He said this lineup, right? Part of the and We were ready to sign the the contract. He said this lineup, right? I said, I will not sell out. It's this lineup, Guys, you're going down the wrong path. He he was like our Cliff Burton. (laughs) So we couldn't kill him. I like that. I like that. You know, it's only we couldn't kill him in time, but listen, Big Show, tell us what you've been up to in these last few years, man. Ah, tell the people. Just trying to, you know, get life together, man. And things things were a little rough for a while. When I left the band, I didn't want to leave. I, I was, uh, <coughs> I was, I was beat. You know what I mean? Like after I had my back injury and everything like that, um, I was just, I was just shot. Mm. And just realized I needed to take another path. You know what I mean? And I, a lot of that had to probably be doing because I was drinking all the time. <laughs> yeah. Every day, every night. And then I got hurt and I still did it. Mm. And I was just worn out. You know what I mean? So I decided to take another route and went to school. But um, let's tell people about that injury. Where were we when that happened? England. England. We were in right. England. It was 
it was one of the most well we were both injured at the time yeah if you remember i had a a messed up ankle self-sustained from being goofy self-sustained but it was a messed up ankle (laughs) i could bear i could barely put yeah no pressure on my foot and uh Greg had already had a, a hurt back, right? Before yeah, yeah. we before we even left for tour. But yeah. somehow within the first few days of tour, it got completely agonizing. Yeah. Right? I mean, it, well, it, it, it went from, I remember the night before because we played the show and then I was drinking and hanging out and doing whatnot. And that was the first time we had like, we we each had like five. We got five separate hotel rooms. We each had our own room. That's how we do, baby. And you left at the wrong time. So I'm son. sitting there, you know, and I had my own room, and you know, I'm wake up in the morning. I couldn't move. That was just <laughs> it. Like it just happened, just like that. Just couldn't move. Didn't I call your room or something like that? Yeah. Because I was like, Yo, Joe, I can't move. He was the only the only dude I could think of that could move me. <laughs> if, uh, if I could have moved you. And. Uh, I yo, you know what's funny, man? I must snore so bad because oh. for some reason I always get put with the the other snorers <laughs> yeah. because I yeah I, I just remember we, we me and you room. were always like roommates. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, uh, nah, that that was crazy, man. No, you two guys. I what? just remember the agony. Do you remember that one hostel we stayed in where oh. we stayed up in the attic? We had to climb oh, up those real God. steep ladder steps. Yo, so I could barely walk, and Big Show could barely walk. And when you stay, that was our first show. Was that the first show? Yeah, we we pulled up to the show. It was like that one fest where there was a, a stage on each side of the room, and like we played, and then obituary played the other side, and kids were just walking back and forth. Oh man! And then yeah, so we had to stay in this hostel that was kind of like a weird old farm farmhouse or something. <laughs> and the the, the bedroom the bedroom that we were in was literally the attic. Yeah. So you had to go up two or three flights of stairs and then climb up a ladder into the attic. Jesus. Was and that's that where... The, yeah. You were, the, you were the... Wait. Yeah, no, you yeah, were there. You were there. We just started tour. You didn't hop on anybody's bus yet or nothing like that. Like so, <laughs> <laughs> so me and Big Show, it took us forever just to get up there and we were dreading the morning. Like, we were talking like, yo, yeah. should we just stay like in the kitchen? Like, in the... Yeah, like, I'll sleep right down here, like, man. But we, we made it up there and remember the mattresses were laying on the floor. Oh, yeah. And just, I remember him trying to like lay down on the floor. Yeah, it was such agony. And then getting down in the morning took us another hour to get downstairs, and we were like limping through the parking. Yo, lot. the worst is you didn't even have, you didn't even know everyone was sleeping. I had to piss in the middle of the night. I had to get up and I went down there. Oh my god! In the middle god. of the night, and then came back, and then I had to do it again. Yo, oh, awful, hard times. Oh, by the way, everybody, Chris is here today. He is. Yes, here. Chris is here. He's just being yeah. silent. Say yeah. what's up He's to the people, Chris. He's still mad at me because of the uh, what's up. The Trump exchange we had, I caught a lot of flack. Oh, no. This last episode, me and him got into a little political discussion. He's very mad at me. Well, you know, just for the record, though, Richie, are you pro-Trump? No, I hate No. We just talk shit. Hey, listen, if you just choose a side without debating the pros and cons of each point of view first, you're a fool, Everyone right? knows I am a master debater. This is just well-known. Master, uh, say that again? Yeah, Slower? Yeah. Exactly. But yeah, Chris is mad at me because of that. A couple people hit me up thinking I'm a true Trump supporter. I thought it sounded uh, you know, obvious what I was doing, right? No, nah, to, to me, yes. Yeah, people that know you. <laughs> people that don't people know, that know you, Richie, don't know. the Richie is Let's too bad. <laughs> the devil's advocate. He's a master of uh, just he can, he can debate any point that you want him to debate. Whether he believes it or not, he could, he just can see the logic yeah. in 
any any argument he yeah, can find a logical. He will, he will take the side he doesn't believe in. To get and it's frustrating. <laughs> it's frustrating if you if you don't know he's doing that, and if you aren't good at it, and if you're not, especially if you're not able to just laugh it off. That's when people start to get angry. So is that why he's mad at me? So are you saying he's not good at know. it and he can't laugh it off? Or? Why are you mad, Chris? Why? <laughs> Why are you mad? That's <laughs> why he's mad. He's just look. Oh, he's glaring. Right. All right, let's get back to Big Show. Glaring at the soundboard. So like. one of the worst things we had to do as a band, we had to leave a wounded man behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That day, right? Yeah, that was, that was crazy. That was rough, man. That was hard to do. I remember, like you guys had. I was hugging him. You were pulling me off him. Rich, we gotta go to the next show. I said, no, we can't leave him like this. I said, Rich, leave him. Rich, just leave him. He's oh, done. God, He's done for, him? Rich. Just leave him. And then Big Show finally grabbed my face and said, Rich, it's okay. Just I'm do gonna what you be alright. And we handed him a nine millimeter pistol with an extra clip. One, just That's one it. bullet for himself in case it got too bad to pain. We gave him fifty euros and we bounced. And then this is the first time we're seeing him since. He made it. He made it back home. Yeah, yeah. Yo, but another thing, since we're talking political, how did they treat you over there in the hospital? Like, you're in a foreign hospital. You're a foreigner. You have no health care insurance. Yeah, I was scared about that, too. And uh, I, Tomas, our good boy Tomas, mm-hmm. dropped me off at the emergency room over there. Feminine Tomas. And then uh, I walked right in. They were like, who are you? I gave him my name. I'm like, I'm, I'm from you United. You said, motherfucker, you know who <laughs> so I am. Mind your business. You know, no, but I'm like. Like I'm, you don't know. I said, I was like, I'm from the U.S. I'm not from here. I have back pain. I need to see a doctor. And uh, they brought me right in. I didn't even sit in the No, room. no, that can't be right. And they brought me right in and gave me a room. Really? Now, I waited in the room, but at least I had a room. I wasn't yeah. in the waiting room. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then uh, had a doctor come in cute. Yeah, cute bro. Little, cute little doctor, yeah. What was his name? Um, <laughs> yeah, I like that. That's good. I like that one. Smooth. Thank you. Thank anyway, you. she Ch- came Chinese in, bro. you know, asked me what was up. Uh, they took x-rays, um, and then she actually gave me meds and everything, and then didn't cost me a penny. Amazing. Yeah, she did say, she was like, if you had a condition that we were going to have to admit you and you'd have to stay overnight, she goes, then we'd have to work out some compensation. She goes, you don't have to pay for anything. This is... Your first visit, you're good to go. So, yeah, not a dime. So you spent the night in there? No. Oh. She said if I had to, oh, okay. then then it would be like you'd have okay. to pay. So they, they checked you out, did like a checkup, did they a prescribed check, some medicine. Check up, prescribed what, some how much meds? did the medicine cost you? Nothing. What? Nothing. They gave Well, how'd you get out of there? Where'd you go after that? They gave it straight to me. Uh, what was it? Tomas drove me back, and then didn't we meet? We, uh, we went to the club that night, and then what was it? Uh, Lynn? Right, she then Mattingly. Yeah, she drove me back to. I stayed at Natalie's house, didn't I? Natalie. But now I'm trying to remember because now I'm on meds. Yeah. So I think I stayed at Natalie's house, and I think I slept for like a whole freaking day wow. before I even went back to the airport. She drove me to the airport. Okay, then you and dropped back. me off. Now that's where the terror <clears throat> story happens, though, because she drove me to the airport in England, and I was supposed to go from England to Rome, and then from Rome to Newark. That sucks, right there. All right, I get to Rome. Yeah. And now here I am. I got, um, I have my bags and stuff. I don't remember if you guys still had the base or not. I don't know if I took it home or if I just had my bags. Uh, but uh, anyway, it felt like a lot because oh, I'm walking with this broken back. Yeah. So I had all my stuff, all my gear. I get to Rome and it's like, Rome's a big airport and it's like in different sections to where it's like, okay, if you're in this section, but your plane's taking off from there, you got to take a tram to go over there. Oh, when it was pain in the ass. So. Places. I go to where my ticket says I'm supposed to go, Delta flight, whatever. 
I get there and they're like, oh, we're sorry, your gate changed. It's over here, right on the other side of the place. So now I'm carrying all my stuff to the other side of the airport, get to that one. They're like, oh, sorry, we're, your flight changed again. Dumb fucking Italians. I had, to take a, I had to take a tram now with all my bags over to this other one. I finally get to that one. I go, am I, am I in the right spot? Am I where I'm supposed to be? They're like, yes, you are. Delta just went on strike. Uh, Holy shit. And I was, so I sat in a metal chair. Delta's the worst. In Rome Airport for eight hours Ugh. before even hitting the plane. Brutal. And then it was like an eight-hour flight home. Yeah. And then one, by the time I got home, my boy Doofenstein was there, picked me up, drove me to my parents' house. Doofenstein. Because I was living in Kingston at that time with that girl. Mm. So I didn't go back there. I was like, yeah, I'm hurt, man. Just take me to my parents' house. Yeah. Got to my parents' house, went to sleep, woke up the next morning, couldn't move again. Had oh. an ambulance take me to Pocono Medical. Jeez. So that's... And yeah. how much did the Pocono Medical cost you? Oh, jeez. <laughs> ambulance ride alone was like a grand. Jeez, man. And it, See? Oh, man. And people are clowning and, on English just... And the worst part about it, too, is like they're giving me they're giving me meds. Like, I'm screaming. I'm in tears with the pain. Yeah. They shot me up with something. I don't even know what it was. Yeah. Half hour later, I'm like, I need more of that because whatever you guys are doing, it didn't do a damn thing. Yeah. They give me another one. And another half hour later, I needed more. And my parents are there by this time. So my mom's like trying to find the nurse. And she's in the hallway. She's like, nurse, come here. She's like, my son's in pain. He needs something. She comes in. She goes, are you sure you don't abuse this stuff recreationally? I was like, what? Like she accused me of being a drug addict. Yeah. I was like, how about I'm like four or five hundred pounds and you're giving me a dosage for a hundred and fifty pounder or something? Maybe yeah. maybe that's it. Yeah. You know, hook me up. Jeez. So Yeah, that was uh so that was that was my way on my way out of the band almost. You guys uh were real nice to me though and let me hang we around are for a great while. Great men, we are. You know. And we said, Big show, you play whatever shows you want. <clears throat> you come and go as you please. And, you know, we still had fun with him here and there. Yeah. Some stuff was hard to play, you know. Some stuff is far. Who wants to do a 10-hour drive, play, turn around? It's not easy. It's difficult, man. Yeah. And and a lot of times, vehicles aren't designed for Me. with touring bands in mind. No. Uh, let alone, uh, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, aside from any anything else, to- touring vehicles are specific to touring. And most touring bands don't have actual touring vehicles nah. back then what would we have we had maybe i actually uh, think at that time we, we were, were like borrowing shit i yeah, think we were borrowing shit or taking like remember we used to, cars. i had a pickup truck we used to drive we my pickup my truck impala. sometimes we yeah, had a van impala. for a while and the van uh was stolen mm, that's another story for another day <laughs> so big show spent a lot of time in the band especially and, the early days yeah like almost eight years or something like that he was Best friends with our former guitar player, Tony Meltdown, yeah. who we also called Tony Greyhound because he had a face like a little greyhound dog. <laughs> and he kind of just disappeared. And we, of course, we keep we try to keep in touch with everybody. But Tony, you don't want nothing to do with us. I saw Tony not too long ago. Yeah. Really? At the Coldplay concert. Yeah, it was nice to you. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of saw him by accident. Like his, uh, I didn't know, you know, we didn't know each other yeah. was going to be there. But I saw his sister first. His sister tapped me on the shoulder. Uh, both his sisters were there. Oh, nice. And um, they said, what's up first? And she said, Tony was on his way. So I stuck around and said, what's up to Tony? Mm. So he's doing you good. You don't talk to him at all? Got a little baby now? Dude, I haven't. I have no way to. I, I don't. A telephone. I don't have his number. I don't have anything. I don't have any contact with anybody. He, wow. sw- he, he, he completely erased his former life and yes. has a new life 
and he doesn't want. And it's Seth. He doesn't, I mean, there was a time he doesn't want the new one. To, he doesn't want the new one to ever intersect with. We the old were one. friends with Tony. Oh, we had but some Big great Show times. was his best friend no, we even were, before we were they were before the band. Yeah, before the band. Like and, we knew him through the band. Yeah, yeah. Big Show was it was an authentic, real, actual friendship. They came as a package. They did. They came as a package. We tried to get rid of him and we couldn't. Big Show said he's coming with me. The best was is I didn't know he was doing the band. I remember the first day I showed up for practice and I was like, what are you doing here? He's like, what are you doing here? You know, like we had no idea. Like we like he, to keep our moves secret. We both spoke to Joe. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, there was a time I didn't want to talk to him after that. You know oh, what I mean? But like now I would. I, did I'd, you like, dirty. I'd like to talk to him. So In the last days while they were both in the band, Tony was wouldn't even talk to Big Shaw. Wouldn't even look wouldn't. at him. Remember that? He barely talked him. to any of us. Yeah, only I was pissed I, on that you know, tour, though. On that one tour, I was like, yo, guy wouldn't even say a word to me. Yeah. Like, who am I supposed to hang with, go to the bar with? What am I doing? Like, yeah. And I, I tried know. to hang with him, go to the bar, but he never wants to hang with me. <laughs> it's weird being at a bar with somebody that doesn't drink, probably. Well, I used to feed like, this guy drinks, so come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> Richie yeah. Harm Big Show. Richie, big did, Richie put me out of the band quicker than I put myself what out of the band. What are you talking about? Come on, we were having fun, <laughs> baby. <laughs> Oh, remember man. all those? Uh, remember we were in Germany and there was a bar that was doing the what do you call Jägermeister shots? Yeah, yeah. It was like Red Hammer. Bull Jägermeister. No, no, no. They, they no. weren't doing them. They didn't know about them. I taught them. Oh, the, the, the Jäger bombs. The guy was uh, amazed. They had it. they had a fridge full of Red Bull. Yeah, and they have Jäger on tap. It's like, what are you doing? You, you make fools. me a Jäger bomb. Yeah. And the guy was like, what? You fools! How many did you down right there? Oh, dude, that was the See, guy was so the sc- impressed. He was so impressed. Well, they gave me a few for free because they were like, do it again. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, there was like eight, nine, ten of them or something. something and this like is that. probably <laughs> a, a big problem for you is that you have an insane tolerance for alcohol. Not anymore, but yeah, back I then drinking now. Oh, back then. See, back then I was twenty four seven. And that's probably why, and, and I regret it. Like, if you asked me, like, could you do stuff over, different again, I would. Because the Wisdom and Change stuff was the best time of my life. That was the best shit I ever did. So it's like, I seriously, once I, once I started going to school and I stopped drinking, that was the first time I stopped drinking. And I felt it. Like, I went through withdrawals and stuff. And I was like, holy shit, I'm an alcoholic. You know what I mean? Like, I, I've, I've literally felt it. And if I had a chance to not do that again, I would. Like, I mm. wouldn't, like, drinking every day and night and then just trying to, like, I forgot so much stuff. I won't forget that, though, because, yeah. Stop making it sound bad. We had a lot of good times. Those guys, no, it was all me. Remember I mean, when I got you those two bottles of Jack Daniels? Yeah, well, he's, yeah, all right, you didn't help. But, <laughs> <laughs> yo, he did two bottles of Jack, like, it was nothing. Two like, like bottles. Was, yeah, see, that's the thing. That's I mean, the, that's the, one so, of the only times I've ever seen you and said, wow, Big Show's drunk. Because normally you could drink, I could hang, yeah. You could drink for a, a long time and not appear drunk. Yeah. And that, that one particular incident was, so was it, I mean, yeah. That was that was bad. Those are uh, Jaeger bombs, though. You know, man, we still ha- have Jack Daniels on our rider. We still get a bottle of Jack Daniels at every <laughs> really? show, right? Yo, yeah, we got we one. We got one on this last tour, and it had a custom-made label. It said "Wisdom and Change." Uh, yeah, Jack what? Daniels. Yeah, yeah. Why? Where is that? That should have uh, came home. It, yeah, it's it's but no, they know. use our original rider. Yeah, and it's still. Bottle of Jack Daniels. See, so I am still with you guys. Oh, I yeah. think we might have. Well, I, I open, I pour it on the floor every night. So for the big show, big show Larson. Yeah, I can't drink that stuff anymore, though, man. That's crazy. I, I seriously can't believe what I used to do. It's, it's nuts. wild. It's wild it's nuts. shit. I mean, so now, yeah. So now, 
You like that? That's Donkey Kong climbing up the ladder. <laughs> For those that don't know, Big Show is a old school video game historian. Old school. Is that what you call old school video games? 80s. Classic? I could get that. I could, I could get down with that. Yeah. And like an 80s uh, memorabilia nerd. He still collects all of the units, the systems, the games, the... Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what else is involved for that scene. Probably toys, right? Yeah, I still do that too. Toys. Giant 40-year-old. Video games. Uh, <laughs> a wrestling historian. Ah, what did I say? How much, uh, so much of a historian. Well, yeah, all right, whatever. Yeah, yeah. wrestling yeah. historian. Come on, let's Take do credit. it. Come on. But uh, I like to have fun. So, yo, you know let's I mean? talk about this. I, I'm bursting at the seams. I got to talk about it. Big Show, I, maybe you know that. You were in a band that didn't share your enthusiasm for wrestling. No, I know this. I tried to, I tried to <laughs> dip into anything you were into because I have a lot of love for you, Greg. So I tried to, I tried to enjoy the things you enjoy. Some of them I just couldn't understand. I couldn't <laughs> understand. But I would try. I would give it a shot. And you turned me onto Iron Maiden. Yes. Because I before Big Show, I said, I don't like Iron Maiden. And we did a long car drive somewhere, and yep. he forced me to listen to Iron Maiden. And by the end of that yeah. car drive, I was like, holy shit, this Huge Iron incredible. Maiden collector. Yeah. 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 So the one thing that probably above all the rest that you would love for me to be into was wrestling. Mm-hmm. And you got to have someone to talk to about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You had like wrestling friends yeah. that you would, I've seen you talk to res- wrestling friends. I've been in your, in your presence when it's happening and I'm completely out of the loop. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. I don't understand. You're like laughing about stuff. You're getting angry about stuff. I don't, I don't get it. So last night I was invited to see a, what, uh, say what I saw. What is it? Uh, you went to uh, an NXT pay-per-view. NXT pay-per-view yeah, and man. at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, NXT New York. Brooklyn 3, which when the first time NXT did a Brooklyn show, biggest wrestling show ever. And then they were like, oh my God, we got to do this again. We're coming back next year. So they did one last year and it beat the first one. And then you just went to the third one and that one beat the last one. Crazy. You, you were there. You saw the crowd. You yeah, it was that, insane. insane. It was yeah. packed up to the rafters. Yep. And uh, our good friends. I know I talk about them every single show, but Code Orange, outstanding yeah. performance, amazing band. They absolutely crushed a arena, a packed, sold out arena. They destroyed the place. It was awesome. And uh, did you have a feeling people knew, or everybody's just no, turned on to them? Most people in there probably didn't know who they were. Mm-hmm, yeah. And this was like, was it like one song, or did they play? A little they played set? one song. They played uh, "Bleeding in the Blur." That's one of the more well-known songs, right? Yeah, yeah, they yeah. being pushed. Being it's pushed. a song, and it's a it's a song that doesn't really sound like the rest of their entire catalog of music. No, it's actually yeah. got some melodic vocals and stuff like that yeah. going on. And- but uh, it's more of a. I wouldn't even say a commercial sound, but it's a little a little oh, toned you. down from their normal heavy stuff. And um, but yeah, they played it flawlessly. They they were their stage presence was just like if they were playing a, a show somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one of the that's basically the reason I went. Plus, my good friend Brian Frostet works for WWE, and he uh, got me some that's dope so cool, dope man. seats for free. Brian did some uh photography for us too in the past there's a very famous very very famous picture of wisdom and chains <laughs> in a barbershop oh yeah he did that one. Oh yeah and uh oh, that was uh it was very very I think very that's in the smithsonian famous famous well-known <laughs> very famous well-known picture 
one of Time Magazine's top 100 of the 20th <laughs> images of century. Of the century. So, so uh, Brian took that picture though. But yeah, my good friend Brian uh, got me some dope seats for me, my wife, my son. So awesome. And uh, thanks for giving me a call. Yeah, yeah. man. So, yo, how about a big show? Yeah. You believe this guy? Talking about how much I love this stuff. <laughs> So, I got tickets to go to see wrestling. Anthony, you want to go? Man, not really. Julie, you want to go? Come on, go. And meanwhile, me and Big Show, huge fans of wrestling. <laughs> I got it. So, uh, it was a... I've never seen... I don't watch it on TV. I've never seen it live. It was fucking awesome. I would totally go see it live again. I don't think I'm going to start watching it on TV. But once you, right. maybe that's if you right. know the characters, you might start. Yeah, that's watching. that's the whole thing. You got to understand it's a story because but you saw a pay per view, so you saw the punchlines to the stories. The stories build up to a big fight. You saw the big fights. Oh, really? So yeah, yeah when when ah. what wrestling is on TV is, <clears throat> I got a problem with this guy. So we're going to yell at each other on the mics for a yeah. while, have a little match here and there. He wins this one, then next week the other guy wins that one. And then or, it comes or you down see to a like you see people become friends, and then one screws over screws the other. Screws over guy, the other guy, and then boom, and then yeah. the culmination. So the pay per view is always like the you know the the ending of mm-hmm. wow. That I is. never so, heard it explained like that. Yeah, well, that's it's a soap opera. It is, but that's why it's it's the greatest show on earth, bro. Circus is over. We got a new one. This is it, and it's not new by any means. It's over freaking hundred years old. But you see how big it is. It's not. It's not some uh, rinky-dink crap in someone's backyard. It's, yeah, uh, and I, that's you know. that was kind of my my uh, thought process. Is like I, I need to kind of see this because people love it worldwide. It's huge. Mm-hmm. There must be something. Like I can't be either. I'm stupid or everyone else is stupid. Like you what, know, what I'm yeah. Because what you saw is like you know you didn't you you had no understanding of why this guy was fighting that guy. Right. There's backstory. You know. Yeah, I, I mean? thought they so, just draw two names out of no, a hat and say, not, all right, you and you tonight. No, it's not It's not like boxing where it's like, you know, ranked number one contender so that he's got the next shot. It's like, you know, and they do do that there's stuff. There's storylines. There's actually there's, writers to there's, this stuff, there's, right? There's, that's, if, if there weren't writers, there'd be no show. That's what it is. They write it. No and show Larson. This is, <laughs> my, this is my analysis of the evening. It was, well, it, it was crazy, first of all, because I couldn't believe how many people were there that I knew. Hmm. From shows, it was very weird. I, the, Hardcore my, people love Star Wars. They love horror movies. They love wrestling, mm-hmm. for the most part. You see that a lot within our community. Why? Yeah, it's I don't know. Weird. I think they're all goofy, but hey. But uh, it was a big surprise. Our friend Phil from the band Iron Reagan, Municipal Waste, Cannab- Cannabis Corpse. <clears throat> cannabis, he was yeah. sitting directly in front of my seats because he had another friend there who's a hardcore chick who does the catering for WWE, mm-hmm. and she got him hooked up. And so, so we were sitting... a hardcore photographer is doing work. A hardcore cooker is doing work. Brian does... And getting paid by the WWE. Yeah. Amazing. And Brian does the sound. He's like, he's like... And everything. Coordinates the sound for yeah. WWE. That's, that's his, awesome. That's his job. So uh, the... Okay, so I'm sitting with Phil. He's sitting next to a dude who's a hardcore dude who writes music for the wrestlers the their entrance music yeah. and the music that they play between uh between matches wow that's awesome that's right? a great gig and then yeah, i look down man. yo our friend travis who sang who sang in a band called this is hell from long island from from long island he's sitting right there in front of us on the floor seats he's just chilling he's just chilling and he turned around and saw us and he's like yo what the oh, fuck wow. yo code orange plays the event yeah uh 
uh, Brennan from um, Incendiary sang. Uh, Incendiary wrote the the entrance song for what's his name, Alistair, Alistair, Alistair Black, Alistair Black. I saw that's what I saw. Code Orange. This sounds like a cool song. It's a cool song, yeah. So, uh, but he sang. So why Code did, Orange did a performance. Do you then think they Incendiary was mad. Like, why are we playing this joint? Why is Code Orange playing it? I mean, they kind of did play it. I well, Code Orange played the song. That'd be but like Wizard of Change writes a song for the dude, and you show up, and another band's playing it. Code Orange was the feature band, and they had the featured. We're going together, not at all. Song that they were playing all night, like <laughs> all on right, the all right, over the, gotcha, the, the gotcha. what was it called? It was like the song of the night or the soundtrack of the night or something. They would every every pay per view has like a theme song that they pick, so they so kept playing a, that yeah. song so over and over. The and WWE over. is linked with hardcore metal. NXT is at least NXT. NXT is, yeah. is usually like uh, you know the the WWE stuff, the the bigger stuff. And they get, they get like Triple Flow H. Rider and stuff like that. You know, is yeah. Triple H have a podcast where he talks about heavy metal? Or is that another wrestler? No, that's Chris Jericho. Oh, Jericho. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. He's a, he's like a metalhead dude. Yeah, he's Crazy. got his own band, Fozzy. Really? Yeah. Really? See, they played at the See, Chris. Okay, and so you down on them. So after it was done, and I was driving home, and I was thinking, like, why is this so huge? Okay. I, we all enjoyed ourselves, but why? Why did we enjoy this? So here's my my breakdown of the wrestling community as a whole. Begin. People love violence, mm-hmm. but people feel guilty when they see actual violence. So this is an opportunity for people to see complete strangers get mangled and fucked up and their head stomped on and kicked in the face and thrown off of high high uh, elevations and people dropping on them and elbows to the face and these horrible things happen to people and then at the end of the night they they have the comfort in their head of knowing that this guy's going to be okay They're okay well he did a, he chose to do this for entertaining me he's going to be fine it was fake it's wrestling cool. fans definitely i mean we we like blood too like that's why like ecw was big but you know the wrestlers would cut themselves or they'd make the other wrestler bust them open but they know it wasn't like you know anything they were going to die from just it was nothing with, done with like malice that. Right. It's uh the thing is wrestling fans do care to the point where they don't want the wrestlers to get hurt because then that means that dude's out. Like some dudes will pull a move off of the top of a cage where they're gonna jump off oh, and the whole get, crowd yeah. the whole crowd just starts chanting, Please don't die, please don't die, please don't die. You know what I mean? Because no one wants to see that. Right. Just like you said, like you know, we wanna see the violence, we wanna have the fight, but you get to scratch that yeah. itch of being a complete deranged lunatic animal. Violence. Ritualized violence, Ooh, yes. I like that. That's a good album nice. title. Nice, Chris. Write that down. So you get to scratch that itch, but you get to go home with a clear conscience at the end of the night. Yeah. You not, think that's it? Not feeling like it you are part of it. But it's, a, it's also it's, a psychotic but it's lunatic. Like the, the it's a whole production, though, too. I mean, the, the, that yeah. probably helps. Keep people keep people think, interested. That probably that whole, probably the strings whole, the whole spectrum. That strings man. the same people along from week to week and then makes a community also, of it. It's also the where the crowd feels part when they recite the lines yep. of the person or yeah. they know the yeah. cue to come in and all say something. Yeah, that turns it into a community. Yeah. But I think at the, the, the base level makes it's sense, yeah. it's people want to see violence, but they don't want to feel guilty that they like seeing violence. Yeah. You know? But don't you think those same people wouldn't mind seeing like a an MMA match and you know probably probably but I'm just I think wrestling is I mean it's way bigger than than it is. UFC right? oh yeah, yeah yeah but is it you know what 
I, I don't think MMA has the same level of spectacle. It doesn't at all. And theatrics and spectacle. No, but yeah, and trying, I don't think though. it could. No, because, yeah, I don't think it can. Are, they are going that way because but. people can actually die in MMA. Yeah. People yeah, can right actually on. get you die can, way easier than in a in a. And plus, you could be wrestling. You could be a great wrestler, but if you have no stage presence. If you're not a good character, you might not rise to the top. No, of in course MMA, not. you could be a guy that can't get a word out, but if you're just the best, you're just the best. Yeah, well, you know that's because mean? that's a real fight, and in a real fight, you can't you can't be a professional wrestler and do what you do in a professional wrestling ring in a real fight. It yeah, never no. it would never happen. I mean, that's why you know, people, even though people, uh, like, people are like, oh, MMA is boring because they just roll around on the floor for five minutes. Yeah, but they're that's a fight. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's like, what it. That's what it really looks yeah. like, unfortunately. And the girl, uh, the the who's the Japanese girl that won? Oscar. Oscar. Oh my girl. She <laughs> won with a fake rear naked choke last night. It was oh, they cool. throw. Yeah. They she throw fake, them in there. She fake rear naked no, choke. They, they, they throw in MMA moves all Tap time. out. You were there. Was there any wrestlers that you saw that I couldn't kick the shit out of? <laughs> that I couldn't personally. I'm telling kick the you, shit out of. Yo, those the stuff. Of, those authors of pain. I punched them both in the face. Yo. I wouldn't. Th- there was like nothing moves that were boring to watch that I was thinking I would never do that ever. Like the you you had to pay me a lot of money to to put my face in that type of danger. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? And 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 when it's like it's a tour, it's like the yeah, night man. Was somewhere else, they were well they were rehearsed. Oh, and some of these, yo, some of these moves really hurt. Yep. Like for sure, they yeah. definitely hurt. Dude, the way they land and everything, like that's a yo. Gravity doesn't lie. That right, shit, it hurts. You get put through a table off a top rope. It hurts. Like you know, <laughs> it doesn't. I, I don't know, man. Some of the stuff these guys do, and that's the thing. That you got to be in good shape. You got to get your body's got to be able to take the abuse, but at the same time, like you just got to. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. Like you got to be meant for that type of thing. Who's your favorite wrestler of all time? Of all time. All time. Macho Man Randy Savage. Wow. Wow. Wasn't it Stone Cold Steve Austin? Never liked Stone Cold. Hate Stone Cold Didn't Steve Did he bust Austin. his neck up, though? Like, during him doing... Oh, he literally... He, uh, Owen Hart gave him a pile driver and broke his neck. That's crazy. Um, Owen Hart. Kurt Angle won a gold medal, though, with a broken neck. A real gold medal. Real gold medal. Uh, with an actual Olympics. broken neck. Olympics, yeah. That's my favorite of all time. Won a gold medal See, with a broken neck. We did true? Big Show. Me, Joe... Big Show, a couple other guys. We all lived in a house together, and Big Show was a wrestling fanatic, so I figured I'd join in by picking who I thought would be somebody he didn't like at all because, you know, that's my nature, and that happened to be Kurt Angle. I liked Kurt Angle. Yeah, he's he, a good heel, Back though. then, you know. He was a great heel. I don't remember you liking him back now then. Now he's uh, Well, back then, I was a rock guy. Yeah. But he... Uh, that's my favorite. If I had to pick one, oh, the rock. Great. But the, the rock, rock's... The Rock went through so many changes. Like now, I don't like him. If he came back in wrestling right now, I don't like him because once in a while he comes back and he's such a freaking baby face. The crowd's kissing his ass, all this shit. Easy. Whoa, whoa, oh, whoa. That's you talking about our next president. He, he, he can be the next president. He's also the biggest movie star we got. That's why. But like when he was a heel, when he was corporate yeah. rock and worked for worked under Vince, and he yeah. was a dick. Yeah. Best rock ever. Best ever. No, he was good. Yeah, he used yeah. to chew up the jobbers all the time. Oh right? yeah, to chew him up. Love it. Jobbers. Nice terminology. See? Yeah. Those are the guys that just get in the ring and get beat yeah. up every week. No, no he's what. good. He's good because, <laughs> yo, he has, he's a funny dude, but he's yeah. super handsome, <laughs> in great shape, but he's hilarious. Yeah. Plus, he's quick. He's smart. He's good with comebacks. He's a good. Like, he's the best on the mic. Nobody yeah, can no, touch he, him. He's awesome, dude. Yeah. Cutting promos. Oh, yeah. Cutting promos. You guys got a wrestling fan right here. Yeah, I don't know. Is he? Are you? He's, he's using nah, terminology, man. Really? 
Hey, what's up? Speaking of wrestling, well, we we got a guy in here now. Whoa, shit! We're doing two episodes today, so the next guest is here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy will break your head if you say anything wrong. Watch your mouth. <laughs> Don't we'll surprise the people. With but you. yeah, as far as as far as now though, I mean, you want to talk about wrestlers now though? Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. Yeah, yeah. You talking? He's the dude talking out of my league. He's now. the man. Yeah. Telling you, the biggest. Ad, if you, if Richie was a wrestler, it's Kevin Owens. So you heard it here. He's first. got Richie's attitude. Keep an eye out for Kevin Owens. Yeah. <laughs> what is he? He's already like What's a star already. Right? Oh, yeah. Lame yeah. names though. They got lame names nowadays. Yeah, yeah I know. They get, well, that's the whole thing. I mean, it's not what it was in the eighties. Like where, a regular guy. Name. He sounds like well, a pro bowler. Yeah, but in the eighties, it was like these dudes were like superheroes. They yeah. came out with like capes and wearing fur and shit and yeah, stuff like that. You know, like helmets and crap. Yeah. You know, now dudes are just regular dudes. So, but they're athletic. So let me all. let me say who my favorite guy of the night last night was. Oh yeah, I, yeah. his name is Bobby Roode, and Roode is spelled R O O D E R O O D E, and he has the most amazing entrance and theme song I have ever heard. Yeah, I heard it just before. It's pretty good, and I haven't it's heard a lot of them. Too. I haven't heard a lot of Chris them. Chris would be impressed, I think. Yeah, so people, maybe, oh, I don't know if you could play it, like, at the end. You might get pinched. You might get sued or something, yeah. Well, whatever, people Google uh, or uh, go on to iTunes and check out Bobby Roode, R-O-O-D-E. Glorious. Glorious. Uh, it's actually glorious. Uh, there's another word, glorious. Find it. They do just Bobby Roode, glorious. Again. Yeah, you'll, you'll find, find it. it. It's yeah. it's it's uh, oh, glorious domination. That's what it is. Yeah. Glorious domination. Dope, oh dope song, oh, and he had the great. coolest entrance. And that was uh, we were singing it all the way home. We were singing it. I, you know, I uh, went on iTunes. I can't believe he lost him. <laughs> I can believe it. I well, can't. You know I what can else show does? He has a radio show. That's right. I do. Which I actually have to uh, get going to soon. But uh, he's on a time constraint. What's the name of it? <sighs> the show is called Inside Doctor Herman's Head because it's uh, I do the show with my chiropractor, Doctor Herman. And, uh, you know, he thinks he's funny. He likes to, you know, think he's a comedian and stuff like that. Why are you like hating that. on Dr. Herman? Uh, oh, shit. Talking know, shit. Yeah. Throwing you know, shade on Dr. Uh, Herman. That's all right. That's all right, man. Because, uh, <laughs> you know, it's a, and I, I throw it back at him now. So so if you guys want to tune in and listen, I might make you laugh once in a while. What's up, Dr. Herman? But, uh, no, What's seriously. You know, and I, Big I, Show invited us to come on the show. Yeah. You guys are more than welcome to come on the show. And we could tell uh, him what crap chiropractor he is. It's do we get science. free? Uh, <laughs> can I get a free adjustment? Shit, I don't even get free adjustment. That son of a bitch. Um, $25, though. He's cheap. No, he is. He's cheap. $20 for life. That's <laughs> not bad, right? Yeah. But, um, no, it's a, it's a good thing, though, man. I've been doing it over a year now. So, you know, um, just hang out with Dr. Herman. I run the boards for him, and we talk. And just and it's not, it's not about, even though he's a chiropractor, it's not about any medical thing or anything like that. We just talk and have fun. You can call up, tell us we suck if you want. I don't care. It doesn't matter. You know, whatever you want to do. It's fun. Don't do that, but every Sunday night, seven seven p.m. and uh, that's Pocono ninety six point seven and ninety seven point three. Oh shit! He said it like yeah. a real DJ. Like say and, that. Do that again. Yeah, big show. Pocono ninety six point seven and ninety seven point three. And if you're out of town, <laughs> yeah. and if you're out of town, we also have a mobile app, the Pocono ninety six point seven app, which you can access from your iPhone or Android and listen anywhere. So anywhere. Wow. Uh, his wife was actually just in Hungary and was listening to our show last week. That's so, so crazy, man. Did they feed her? I've always yeah. been, I said forever that you got a face for radio. That's so crazy. That's right. That's right. Oh, Joe. Come on. Joe, this face. Yo, but before you go, face. we got to have you on because you're going to go through a big thing soon. I am going to go through a big thing. Uh, I'm going to follow your whole uh, fucking whatever. Yeah, whatever I'm, uh, I'm in the process of uh, going through some bariatric surgery, gastric bypass. 
Um, you know, not just because I'm the biggest I've ever been right now, so I need to lose some weight. There's some other medical issues that it can cure and fix. So now's the time. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to try and document it as I go. So if anybody's out there that's been through it or, you know, wants to hit me up and give me some advice or, you know, wants me to give them some advice as I'm going through things that are going through the same thing, hit me up on Facebook or anything like that because I'm going to start hitting Facebook Live, I guess, going through with my diet and as I lose stuff, as I lose weight and start pinpointing things. And uh, That's awesome, man. You know. So you're going to come back. I will. I will be Do we back. we have to wheel you in here? Are you Are going to be able to walk? Like no, nah, after that, I mean, after that... Uh, Oh, after the surgery? Shit, I'll freaking run up in here. Wow. <laughs> yeah, Joe. you heard it here first. But no, best of luck with that, man. Yeah, I, thank I, you. I hope it. Uh, it's time. You know. I need it. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm, I'm sick of. Uh, I'm sick of being uncomfortable and not doing things. I mean, look what I just what I say in the beginning of this. I haven't seen you guys in over a year. That's stupid. You know what I mean? But it's because of half of what I've been going through. Like my legs swell up. They get painful. Like I don't want to walk around. That's why you haven't seen me at shows. Things like that. And I sit all day for a job now. So I text you all the time um, and I say, I will rub your legs for you. Dude. It's and fine. you don't respond. <laughs> if you need me to rub I, your legs, I, respond, I will no. rub your legs. He doesn't even text me back. But uh, I text him. I say, Big Show, let me rub your legs. And he won't text me back. You believe that? <laughs> I don't know, man. You get, you get some, some fine young thing to call me and say she's going to rub my legs. <laughs> and maybe I'll answer somebody. But, you know. A but, PYT? Yeah, going to, uh, you know. Going to start documenting the stuff and uh, let everybody in on the journey. So That's I'll awesome. Definitely, I'll definitely come back. And, That's uh, great, man. You know, we'll see what's up. But I, I don't know when I'm going in. I got to lose 50 pounds first. So if anybody's got any inspiration, inspirational anecdotes on how to lose just some, get an uh, irish girlfriend they won't be able to cook you nothing you lose plenty yeah, that's what it right oh, right geez. now Jesus right Christ. now my meals are only a cup big yeah. so i'm starving at the moment but uh i'm doing it <laughs> an irish girlfriend <laughs> and then you'll be good yeah. hot water and potatoes is that potato oh, soup <laughs> potato soup is when you boil potatoes and then you take the potatoes out and you drink the water oh <laughs> that's gross a little potato that's soup it. And then you reuse the potatoes next time for the next soup. <laughs> um, Biggie, it's great to see you. Uh, man, best of luck on your surgery. Yes, thank you. And uh, mm. we'll, next time you come in here, you'll be running up in here. Well, I don't know. Taking the steps. I'll taking come, I'll come the back steps before, three at a time. Before the surgery, I'll come back yeah, after. Yeah, come back. Uh, we'll do a little before and after. Want. A little, okay. a little yeah. here and there. And I'll try and get you guys on my show, too. I'll tell... Uh, Dr. Harmon, take a back seat. I'll give you a a, a, uh, tip. I'll give you one little tip, okay? Because you're trying to lose uh, your preliminary weight before you go to surgery. So there's a great new park that opened up not far from here. It's the West End Park Open Space Commission, their new project. Well, it's actually an old project, but it's it's in, what would that be called over there, Richie? Neola or Effort? You're talking about that. Oh, all right. Yeah. But just Google West End Park Open Space Commission, and uh, it's in Chestnut Hill Township in Pennsylvania, and there's this brand new park, 244 acres. There's a ton of walking trails, and they're not like crazy trails. Like It's just like nice walk through the woods. They're putting in basketball courts and a football field, soccer field. This guy fields. just told you what he's going through. You want to walk around in the woods all alone? He, it could be the end of him. <laughs> well, I'll walk with you. You don't yeah. have to go alone. No, that's the whole thing. Yeah, I got to pick and choose the times I walk because, like I said, my, my shit swells up down there. Not everything in walk. life has to be alone. But, I'm going to tell not you, everything you has to be weight, alone. No more Dr. Pepper. 
right. No more Mountain Dew, Coca Cola only. No, sodas are bad, man. Hey, Coke is the one soda, but Coca-Cola I haven't even had that. Only. This is the first. This thing you just gave me here is the first fizzy thing I had in a month. See, what what do you call that? Five calories, baby. That's bye. Pretty, that's pretty good. Oh, yeah, bye. It's called bye. B A I. Yeah. B A I. I get, it, but it was good. good Lightly carbonated. Yes, yeah, it's light. It's yeah. yeah. All right, Biggie. Great to see you. Fellas, I appreciate it. You're the man. Thank you very much. Um, we got to do this more often. We do. Um, Let's go out to eat before s- I can't eat no more. Yo, what's your, uh, what's your Instagram and Facebook and shit like that for the people uh, to keep track of you? Facebook, just uh, you can just search me at Greg Big Show Larson and Instagram. What am I on Instagram? Big Show underscore 235. Oh. Boom. There it is. There it is. So keep track of Biggie. Go send him some love. And uh, if you got any advice for him, anything uh, you'd like to say to what motivate guy. our friend, what a guy. let's do it. And all right, uh, all right. this is episode one of today. <laughs> oh, shit. All right, peace out, Biggie. Peace. We out of here.